about that as we go. But let's pick up here. And Luke 1, verse 26. Luke 1, verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel. How many of you know God has angels? Then there's different classes of angels. And, and, and uh, Gabriel was over the uh, uh, communication department uh, of heaven. And then does anybody know who was over the, who's over the war department of heaven? Michael. And then who evidently, I think it's pretty clear, was over the worship department? Lucifer, and he fell, didn't he? Became known as Satan. And then there's various other angels and cherubim, seraphim. And uh, somebody asked, you know, what, what gender are angels? Well, they're spirit beings. Now, as I look at the Bible, every time there, an angel is mentioned, it's mentioned in the masculine gender. Some of them have wings, some of them don't. They're ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who be heirs of salvation, you know. And various and sundry things we could say about angels. One thing I know about angels, they hearken to the word of God. They, They hearken to the word of God. But anyway, much we could say, but the angel Gabriel was sent by God to to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a to a to a virgin. That's very important. We must never get away from the Bible truth that Jesus, our Savior, was born of a virgin. You need to don't ever move away from that. Notice to a virgin betrothed are engaged, we could say it that way, engaged to a man whose name was Joseph. Of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, Gabriel came in, the angel said to her, Rejoice highly, favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. That's good to be hearing from from God, isn't it? Coming through the angel. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Jesus. There's something about that name, Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there'll be no end. And that's very true. And Jesus is getting ready to come back. How many of you know he is? And in the process of time after the tribulation, he's gonna set that kingdom up and that kingdom will, there'll be no end to it. Now it's going on now spiritually in us, but there'll be a physical kingdom where he'll reign from Jerusalem. And... uh, I'm looking forward to that. Of that kingdom, there'll be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? How can this be? How can this be since I do not know a man? See, she was a virgin. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Some call it the immaculate conception. And that's the, the power of God came on her. The spirit of God came on her and overshadowed her. 
holy, very holy thing. And in her womb was conceived the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says the word became flesh. You remember that? The second member of the Trinity, very God, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And this is when he was conceived in the virgin's womb. You know, Jesus really loves us. Do you realize how far he had to step down to rescue us? Very God. And yet he became very man. Boy, he loves us. Verse 36, now indeed Elizabeth, now, now notice here the angels, Gabriel's still talking to her. Verse 36, now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Does anybody know who, who that baby was? John the Baptist. For with God, boy, I like this next verse. For with God, what does it say? Nothing, Nothing will be impossible. Realize that, say that. With God, with God. Nothing, nothing will be impossible. That wonderful, it's good to know that. Then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Now this is important, you need to realize this. God doesn't push himself off on anybody. God doesn't push himself off on anybody. And God sent the angel Gabriel with the word of God unto Mary. But you need to realize Mary could have refused. You need to realize that. But she didn't. And the Bible says here that she said, let it be to me according to your word. She received the word of God, didn't she? And then the angel departed from her. Well, now that was the announcement to Mary. Now let's go talk about Joseph. Matthew 1, verse 18. The angel's gonna come to him. Now, Matthew 1, verse 18. Notice here. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary, was betrothed or engaged to Joseph, notice this, before they came together, before they had sexual relations, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband... Being a just man, see, he was a just man. He's a good man, just man. And not wanting to make her a public example was minded to put her away secretly. That's what a good just man would do, not bring embarrassment. You gotta put yourself in his shoes. See, we look, at back, we look back at this 2,000 years later and we know the story and we understand... I mean, you, got, you have to understand what was going through his mind. You know what was going through his mind, don't you? This lady I'm engaged to has been unfaithful to me. Huh? She's been unfaithful to me. I thought I knew her, but I didn't know her like I thought. You've got to put yourself in, in Joseph's position. How many of you would have been thinking that? You're pregnant. Well, an angel came in and declared the word of God to me and I received the word of God and I'm pregnant. Come on, you and me are both gonna probably be 
in Joseph's shoes. Say, you got some real estate in Florida to sell me or something, you know, swampland or something. You know what I mean? And he's thinking about this. How many of you would be thinking about? (laughs) I'd be thinking. I thought I knew this lady. I thought she was a, I thought she was a holy woman and something, something not right here. This, you know, but notice he thought about these things. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. See, he needed that. You know, God will speak to us in these supernatural ways when, when, he, when he needs to. If he hasn't spoken to you in a supernatural way, it's because you haven't needed it. And we've got the word of God, don't we? Isn't, doesn't the Bible say that the word of God declares that this is more sure than if an angel appeared to us from heaven, isn't it? Well, God never speaks to me. He gave you a whole book, didn't he? He thought on these things. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Now, I don't know from this passage if it was Gabriel, but nonetheless, uh, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She'll bring forth a son You'll call his name, what's that name? Jesus. Jesus. Now, he said Emmanuel. I believe Isaiah declared that. Emmanuel, does anybody know what Emmanuel means? God with us. You know, Jesus, there's one Jesus. He has a lot of different names, doesn't he? Sometimes I go over them. How many of you get blessed every time I give you all the names of Jesus in alphabetical order? I remember the first time I, I went through that list years ago. The power of God came on me and danced a little jig behind the pulpit. I mean, I, you know, I've preached on the prophets of the Old Testament and I've preached on the apostles. I've preached on just about everybody in the Bible that you can think of. But I tell you what, you start preaching about Jesus and the anointing comes in. Did you hear me? Oh, there's just something about that name. Let's always hold to Jesus in his name. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Is that right? At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he's Lord. Amen? So, what's his name going to be? Jesus. He'll save his people from their sins. Verse 24, then Joseph being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. See, he obeyed God, didn't he? He obeyed the the angel who had a word from God, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife. Now notice verse 25, and did not know her, they did not have sexual relations till, that means at some point they did, but not until, she had brought forth her firstborn. So that means she had other children. Jesus was her firstborn. And notice she had no sexual relations with Joseph or anybody else till what? She had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. See, Joseph was her husband, but Jesus was conceived in her of the Holy Spirit. After he was born, then they had sexual relations, her and Joseph, and they had other children. 
Did you know that Mary and Joseph had other children? You can, there's a scripture in, in Matthew that, 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 that mentions his uh, brother's names, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. James became a pastor and wrote the book of James. Judas, he's known to us as Jude, and he has a book that he wrote. Did you know Jesus' brothers, and t- they didn't receive him when Jesus was in his earthly ministry, but, but James and, and Jude did later on. But the point here is, is that Mary and Joseph had other children after Jesus was born. And not only that, the Bible said that Jesus had sisters. So Mary and Joseph had four other boys and at least more than one girl. You can, you can see that. Look at Matthew 13, verse 55. You can see it, Matthew 13, verse 55. Notice this, Matthew 13, verse 55. This is when Jesus came back into Nazareth at the beginning of his uh, ministry, I believe. Is this not the carpenter's son? So what do we know about Joseph? He was a carpenter. Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers, what's their names? James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, right? And verse 56, and his sisters, are they not all with us? So Mary and Joseph had other children after Jesus was born, but Jesus was born of a virgin. Somebody say, praise God. Praise God. All right. So look at Luke 1. Go to Luke 1. Now, Mary then goes and visits Elizabeth, her cousin, right? So Jesus and John the Baptist were, I guess, first cousins or cousins, right? Right? So Luke one thirty nine. now Mary arose in those days, went to the hill country with haste to the city, to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe, that's John the Baptist, leaped in her womb. Well, who just walked up? Jesus just walked up, right? Inside Mary, is that right? Jesus walks up, you leap too. (laughs) Or fall or something. Leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a soft and quiet voice, loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for what? For joy. Jesus shows up. There's joy, isn't there? The babe leaped in my womb for joy. See, this babe is John the Baptist and uh, uh, he'll be the forerunner of the Lord Jesus. And he's the one that said, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Is that right? He's the one that's saying that there comes one after me, mightier than I, whose shoestrings I'm not worthy to bear. He'll baptize. He said, I indeed baptize you with water, but he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Remember that? Glory to God. Well, this was John the Baptist, leaping in the womb for joy. Verse 45, blessed is she, Elizabeth said, you know, about Mary. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. 
You see, let's go back to that again. Mary received Jesus, didn't she? That Gabriel came with the word of God. It was presented to her. And she said, be it unto me according to your word. She believed, didn't she? How do you receive something from God? By faith. But what does by faith mean? To believe. And so did Mary believe the word of God? And she got pregnant, didn't she? Virgin, virgin got pregnant. You know, it'd take God to do that, wouldn't it? I don't even know if there's any other religion or anybody else even claims that. Pretty powerful, isn't it? And then Mary gets happy in verse 46, and this is known as uh, the song of Mary. And some say that she began to sing, but whether she did or not, I mean, she was happy. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. How many of you, your soul magnifies the Lord today? And my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. How many of you know Mary need to be saved too? Is that right? Is that right? Not only, not only did she need to be saved, but, but, but she, need, she got baptized with the Holy Ghost, didn't she? Book of Acts, you can see she was in the upper room. She got baptized with the Holy Ghost and spoke in other tongues on the day of Pentecost. Isn't that wonderful? That always blesses my Catholic friends. Praise God. And then verse 48, you can see now why God used her. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maid servant. God's looking for servants. God's not looking for prima donnas. God's looking for servants. That's who he uses. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. And so she goes on with the song, for sake of time, go down to verse 56. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Now let's go to Luke, the second chapter, and we'll, we'll uh, see what happens next. Luke 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days. You have Luke 2, verse 1. It came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Actually, this was a census and it had taxing purposes in mind. Uh, you know, they're, they're always looking to tax us, aren't they? How many of you know the United States and the federal government, you know, the state government, the local people? How many of you know they just tax our socks off, don't they? And they're still broke, aren't they? Unbelievable. Nonetheless, I was, uh, was kind of grumbling about having to pay taxes one day years ago to my tax man and and uh, he made the statement. He said, well, it was because of taxes that Mary and Joseph made it into Bethlehem and Jesus was born. So he said, cheer up. <laughs> Verse two, this census, it was a census, a registration and taxing purposes lay at the root of it, I'm, I'm sure. This census took uh, first took place while Canarius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called what? Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. Do you know Bethlehem was the smallest, the littlest city? God doesn't always use big, massive things. 
Sometimes he uses small things. He uses them both. So they went, where'd they go? They went to Bethlehem because he was of the lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. Now, who was that child? I'm gonna see if you're paying attention. Okay, good. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was what? No room for them in the inn. And I always like to ask you, there was no room for Jesus in the end, but is there room for him in your heart? That's a good message to preach sometime there. Will you make room for him in your heart? So where were they? What city did they go to? Bethlehem. And there was no room for them in the inn, so they were in a stable and, and they laid him in in a manger. How many of you like that song, Away in a Manger? No room for his head, the little... Lord Jesus, no, away in a manger, no room for his bed. The little Lord Jesus, you're the worship leader and I'm telling you the words. Lay down his sweet head. Stars in the sky, look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus, sleep on the hay. Amen, praise God. How many of you like that song? I like that song. I, I sang that in the Baptist church when I was a kid. And there again, I was, I was behind a girl and I, and, and I away and, I, and she kept giving me a dirty look and it's because I don't sing very well. If I start singing, you'll start giving me dirty looks, I'm telling you. Away in a manger, no room for, for the bed, the little Lord Jesus. Lay down his sweet head, the stars in the sky, look down from above, look down where he lay. Little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. See, there I got it, amen. They went in, so, so where did they go? Where, what town? Quit harassing me now. Where did they go? They went to Bethlehem, right? Is that right? And there was no room in the inn, so he was in a manger, right? Did this talk about swaddling clothes here? Wrapped him in swaddling clothes, verse seven. What, yeah, what are swaddling clothes? Let Diane, let Diane explain this. It's clothes that swaddle. Clothes that swaddle. Okay, let's go. Luke. Luke the second, we're not making fun of the story here now. It's just, we're having fun while we read the story, Amen. How many of you glad he was born? I'm glad he was born. I, swaddling clothes. Now you're gonna now, now I did emphasize the swaddling clothes because we're gonna see something here very interesting about the swaddling clothes. Very interesting. Very interesting about the swaddling clothes. That's why I made emphasis to it. So I wanted you to remember it. Go to Luke the second chapter. So Jesus is born, isn't he? And he's in the manger, right? Is that right? In what kind of clothes? Swaddling clothes. Now, that's gonna be important. Look at Luke 2, verse eight. 
Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, so it's nighttime, isn't it? And behold, so Jesus was born at night, evidently, you know, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid. See, that's what God tells us again and again. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a, or this will be the, what? The, the what? The sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Now, if you believe the Hollywood accounts of this, there would be some other sign that would probably be more spectacular than the swaddling clothes in a, in a manger, there would be a, wouldn't there be the star beaming right down? Is that right? And, and we'll talk more about the star next Sunday. But I mean, there'd be a star and I mean, probably Herod, who was of the devil, he could have probably even figured out something going on. He, I mean, when the wise men, we'll get to it next week, when the wise men went, went in there, you know, and Herod didn't, he didn't see a star, did he? Been, now, when the wise men got to Herod, it had been two years since Jesus had been born. But, but still, there was a star. The Bible says there was. No question about it. Astronomers from history uh, back at that time have recorded there was a star. Now, now I believe there was a star because the Bible said there was a star. But, but astronomy from back then says there was a star. But we'll get to all that next week. But here's the thing for now. Look at verse 12. This will be the what? The the what? The sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in what? Swallowing clothes, lying in a manger. So you see, we think of a sign from God and we think of a a massive star or we think of of an angelic. Did you ever think about that? That just hit me like, that just jumped at me and hit me like a ton of bricks. They've got, think about that. They got the angels out there appearing to them. And how many of you know that'd be sign enough, wouldn't it? But the angel said, this will be a sign to you. You're going to find a babe wrapped in swaddling, lying in a manger. See, when we think of signs from God, there's not too many people. People think about something so simple as swaddling clothes. And lying in a manger. But God doesn't necessarily look at signs the way we do. And God said that through the angel said that the angel said that would be a sign. Some big massive, you know, well, that must be a sign from God. Well, not necessarily. Here you got a babe wrapped swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Anyway, verse 13. 
And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying. I mean, that had to, that had to do something to those shepherds, didn't it? And, but, but I mean, I just can't get off of it. There you've got, there you've got the angel and you've got the heavenly host. They're out there singing with the angels. And the angel, what are the angels talking about? It's going to be a sign. A babe wrapped in swaddling clothes laying in a manger. Do you see the irony maybe of that? How many of you, if you were one of them shepherds and you had the angels, the angelic choir, that would, that would be sign, that'd be something, wouldn't it? And they're talking about something very simple, swaddling clothes in a manger. Isn't that interesting? But anyway, what are they, they, verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill. Now watch this, goodwill, it didn't say goodwill among men, it said goodwill toward men. What were they talking about? They were talking about the truth and the fact that because of Jesus, now there's going to be peace between heaven and earth. Isn't that wonderful? Somebody say praise God. Praise God. Amen. Real out, say peace on earth, goodwill toward men. See, that's what they were talking about, peace now, because of what Jesus is going to do through his birth, through his life, his death, burial, resurrection, you know, and ultimately through the death, burial, and resurrection, now there's going to be peace between heaven and earth to all those that will repent and believe on Jesus. Amen? So it was, when the, verse 15, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Well, one second here. I want to check something out. All right, Luke 2. Let's go there. Luke 2. It's not time for the high sign yet. Are you in Luke 2? Verse 21. Now, when eight days were... So Jesus has been born, hasn't he? The shepherds came and all of that. Notice the wise men didn't come. They'll be there. We'll get them there next week. We'll see. It was about two years later. They came. When they came, they didn't come to the manger. They came to a house. And there was a star. Real loud say there was a star. There was. We'll, we'll talk about that next time. But let's conclude up right here. Luke 2, verse 21. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called... Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now, when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, you know, to God the Father. As it was written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. 
and to offer a sacrifice according to what, what is said in the law of the, of, uh, of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. So that's what they did and Jesus was circumcised and so on. And then there's two people that were there at the temple that we want to talk about here briefly. Look at uh, here in Luke 2, look at verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. See, back there, they didn't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit like, like we do because that didn't happen until the day of Pentecost. But the Holy Spirit was upon these people, you see. Okay, and it happened, verse 26, and it happened when revealed to him by the Holy, and it, and it had been, so there's Simon, he's at Simeon, rather, Simeon in the temple, devout man, loves the Lord. Verse 26, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. See, the Holy Spirit was leading him on that particular day at that time. So he came by the Spirit into the temple and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, that Simeon took him up in his arms and blessed God. I'm grateful for men like Simeon who devote themselves to the service of God. How about you? And he got to see Jesus before he, before he, he died. In verse 33, much, we, we could read the rest of what he said, but sake of time. Verse 33, and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him, of Jesus. I mean, that'd be pretty neat to have your child. Don't you parents think that'd be pretty neat to have your child and bring him into, into church or in the temple, you know? And there you got a real man of God saying good things about your child. That'd bless you, wouldn't it? And uh, verse 33, Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And then there, and we won't read it sake of time, but there was a lady there too. Anybody know her name? Anna. She was a prophetess. And she was devout and she loved the Lord and, and she also got to see baby Jesus and she rejoiced. I tell you what, they rejoiced back then. I'm rejoicing now. How about you? That Jesus is born. Praise God. Jesus Christ has been born. Amen. Do you get anything out of this today? You know, friends, it's good just to go back, read the Bible, look at the Bible and look at the story and, and the true story and see what the Bible says. We don't ever want to move away from the Bible, amen? And so next, uh, next Sunday, we'll, uh, we'll conclude this up, talk about the star and the wise men and so on and have much good things to say to you next Sunday. We'll conclude this up, praise God. And then the Sunday right before Christmas, we're going to uh, talk, I believe, believe we're going to talk about the gifts, the gifts of the Magi. We're going to talk about those three gifts they brought and some other things the Lord has laid on my heart, praise God. And then uh, don't forget, on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, we have a candlelight service here at 6 p.m. We realize that a lot of folks do things with their family and can't come. But if you can come that night, we'd love to have you. Praise God. Amen. Then after the first of the year, we're going we're gonna to have some encounter meetings on Wednesday nights. And I believe, I believe in those encounter meetings, we're going to talk about the, the end of the age and the end time signs and what's going to be happening And as we get on into the end. How many of you know Jesus came the first time, didn't he? Yes. 
And how many of you know he's going to come the second time? You know, there's, now there are prophecies about his birth coming the first time. And you know, it came to pass just like God said. But did you know there's more prophecies concerning his second coming than there are his first coming? And if God got it right the first time and he came in Bethlehem, born of the virgin, how many of you know God's going to get it right the second time and he's coming again? Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Well, I got the high sign. Let's stand. Praise God. You know what's going to happen now. Whenever I get to preaching long and you all are sitting there and your seats just can't endure anymore, you know what y'all are going to do. Y'all going to give me the high sign. Don't you, don't you do that now. Well, isn't Jesus wonderful? You know, we had a good time today. We worshiped God and, and had some fun around the word of God. Praise God. But the most important thing, were we a blessing to him? I believe we were. Amen. We honored him and his word. Well, Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the angels of God that you've sent to 